This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And we're back. Thank you for listening. This is Mark In Out. That's right. You're listening to the best recap podcast, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Out. Go follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Out. Go listen to every single past episode on www.markingout.com. I'm Dave, and I am here with my co-host. Yeah, I'm Chris. I'm here. I'm fucking fully annoyed with fucking technology and the fact that Skynet is eventually going to be taking over our lives. Um, fuck Dell. Fuck PCs. Uh, I'm a Mac guy. Anyway, uh, yeah, Mar- here I'm marking out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Dave said everything. Markingout.com. You can find all of our t-shirts, episodes, and all that stuff. Because, you know, if you want to support us and be good friends, buy our t-shirts rather than being a scumbag and telling us that people just hook you up with free shit when you shouldn't even be saying that. Yeah, you, that's things you shouldn't be saying. Hashtag hobo. My name's Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Chris Dog. It's now NBA Finals are over. Fucking all that good. It's baseball season, folks. There's nothing else going on besides NASCAR. No one pays attention to NASCAR. We're uh, also here with the biggest diva of them all, Brandon. How you doing? Fuck you. Oh, How are you doing? He's doing well. Awesome as always. I'm doing one. You're doing lagging is what you're doing. You're lagging. I should say. There you go. My bad. And this is going to happen again. Yeah, Yeah, I see that. Yeah. You you hear me? Whatever. Just put it off in the books as regular. Yeah. (laughs) Skynet heard my my cries. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I have no clue what Skynet is, but But I agree with you with... Dell sucks dick, and I'm a Dell guy myself, but fuck Dell. No, okay, so we record, just to give you a little, like, maybe uh, some imagery of the... the yes, mar- this is why Chris is pissed The off. Marking Out Studios. I We've been recording the show on my laptop that I've had since, I think, 04. And it's always been good to me, you know, there's a lot of fucking pirated stuff, pirated programs, pirated music, and stuff like porn. that on there. Porn, yeah, absolutely, porn. <laughs> I just, so much porn that you can't even... So See, much porn that it trumps Jay Silva's collection. Maybe. Uh, that's kind of tough. <laughs> debatable. Master debatable. Master debatable. But anyway, and we're, we're sitting here in front of my Mac. I haven't loaded anything onto it. I'm not like, this thing is going to be pristine. I'm not having any viruses, any sort of illegal music. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do anything like that. And this thing for the past hour and a half, well, an hour has been giving us so much shit that it's like, it's ridiculous. It's so... Fucking horrible. And we're hoping it doesn't crash or anything while we're recording the podcast. Yeah, that would suck. Knock on wood. Please do. Well, let's let's get into let's get into wrestling. I'm, f- I'm fully annoyed right now, but wrestling will make it better. It always does make it better, right? We had a big uh, WWE pay per view this weekend. No way out, and surprisingly, it was actually like a good pay per view. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm pretty uh, pretty impressed with this. Rather than like running down the entire card back and forth, what we're gonna do this week with the WWE stuff, we're gonna do our goods. And our bats. A new format a little bit. Yeah, well, we're going to experiment on this, and if you Switch like it, it you can uh, tweet to us. or you know, is, These are our college years? The college years, yes. No, <laughs> I've been graduated from college for... Like, no, I'm saying, though, because we're experimenting, no? Yes. 
No, uh, not at all. No. Um, let's start off. Let's start off with the good. Um, one thing to me that I thought I'm, this is the first thing I want to mention because this is this stuck in my mind with no way out big was the fact that they announced on the pre-show that there was going to be a four-way tag match for the, the number one contendership for the WWE tag team title. We have spoken about it several times on this show that the WWE needs to rebuild their tag team division, and this was the biggest, I think, the biggest step so far that we've seen about rebuilding this tag team division by putting four of their tag teams in a match on a pay-per-view. Kind of like a showcase of the tag teams, or at least a majority of the tag teams. But it's weird because is it the four of the most deserving ones? Um, I wouldn't say so. I would throw in uh, Rex and Hawkins, but yeah, they weren't in on there, which was kind of a little messed up in my, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, no knock to Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel, but we haven't really seen much of them. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like a lot of the fans they got over with a lot of the fans that tag team. Yeah, so well, of course, it's, yeah, great high flying. Exactly. So I mean, it's understandable, but still, why not toss in a fifth tag team on that? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you know what? I think that no, because you have four turnbuckles, yeah. and four tag ropes. You know, be I think a little bit awkward. It would be, but it was it was a great match. I that was maybe the highlight of the uh, pay per view for me was that, and you see the primetime players getting the win, becoming the number one contendership, but with the help. Of A-W. A-Dubs. A-Dubs getting the big swerve on Epico and Primo and now aligning himself with the primetime players, which I think is a great move. Definitely. I think that it's a good move as well. I think that these... I feel like Epico and Primo don't really need A-W. They don't really need the association there. They have they have Rosa already. And it's, primetime it's, players... It's kind of it's weird. I, I kind of feel like we said that in the past where... What if Titus O'Neil and Darren Young joined up with AEW? I'm sure we have. Yeah. We, I, we, I feel like we predict everything on the show. Yeah, right, Chris. All right. Let's get to an, a couple other good things. Uh, good thing to me was the Ricardo Rodriguez, Santino, Ramella, Morella, Ramella, Morella tuxedo match, <laughs> which I liked. You know, we haven't seen one of these in, you know, God knows how long. Brandon probably knows what the was <laughs> for it. But uh, it was enjoyable. I liked it a lot. I liked the fact that Santino was rocking the Dumb and Dumber style powder blue tuxedo. Which after we found out that Jim Carrey is apparently not returning, they, they can't even make that movie now. Yeah, they no. can't even make Dumb and Dumber too. It's, yeah. it's not going to be the same. But unless they like kill him randomly in the middle of it. Yeah, right. No, but it was definitely a good match. I liked the fact that it brought a little bit of comedy. Usually, I'm not into with the comedy and all that stuff, but I thought it was pretty funny seeing them like that. And it's good to always see a gimmick match on a pay-per-view. I can agree with you on that one. What are your thoughts, Brandon? Or you didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. Great. Great. <laughs> good. Uh, other goods. This may be surprising. Ryback was good just because of the fact that the two guys that he actually beat are both NYWC wrestlers. Uh, Rob Grimes and uh, Danny Del- Dan Delaney. I Dan, thought, Dan, Danny Delaney or Dan Delaney? I thought, well, yeah. that, that's not the real yeah, names. Dan. It's, Danny it's, E. Danny E, number one John Silver, who has been on our show before. Former guest. I loved it. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was, it was fantastic. Um, the fact that, A, I, like, I, I was watching it Sunday night, but I kind of like felt like I was dipping, out of, dipping in and out of sleep. I fell asleep, but I wake up, and I just see John Silver and Danny E on my TV. I was like, holy shit. That's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, no, it's definitely good to see them get some kind of exposure like that, especially after we've spoken about John Silver a lot, from Evolve to Dragon Gate to everything that he's been doing. And I feel like that's like, 
a, a, a shtick of yours, Dave. Like everything they do, from Evolve to Dragon Gate, you say those two. I talk about like independent wrestlers. Yeah. I, f- I feel like there's like four or five times that we, you said that same. Uh, it's definitely possible. Yeah, put it past me. But the backdrop that uh, we gotta call him Rob Grimes. Rob Grimes took was insane. Awesome. Was insane. The fact that now Ryback wants you to feed him three was is interesting. Um, I'm intrigued. I like it. Brandon? Can he can he do three man muscle buster? I don't know. We have to see. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that would be tough fit. Be tough fit. Well, I heard what I because heard, they have to get the three people up there and to get over that all three bodies. What I heard they wanted to do four that night. Four four guys, but Bill Demott fucking shot it down. Asshole. Because that would have got him over huge. And it, was it to me or is it like it seemed like the crowd was a little dead that night? I mean, um, they popped for CM Punk. And that was about it. Yeah, I feel like the crowd has been a little bit eh, lackluster. Yeah. Um, more go- coffee. More goods was the world heavyweight title match. I was a little upset that they were going to start the show off with it, but what a great match between these guys, Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus. Sheamus obviously getting the win. You know, I wouldn't have expected them to have Dolph Ziggler win the first match of the night. Uh, yeah, you usually don't see that because you usually expect the title change for something bigger to happen later on in the event. Yeah. Like towards the main event or even after the main event. So it is kind of a surprising move, but still a good one. I mean, it still sets up Ziggler still in a good ranking right now. Well, I think he came out better after that match. Mm-hmm. I would, agree, I would agree. I mean, it was a very good match, back and forth. Now the question is, does Ziggler need Ric Flair to get him over to that point where now he can be a champion? Well, we'll talk about Dolph Ziggler maybe a little bit more when we talk about Monday Night Raw because he was, had a good showing there Damn on right. Monday Night Raw as well. Uh, other good things for No Way Out. The WWE title matches we all expected was very good. Brandon was the only one that actually predicted this right. When having CM Punk go over with the help of AJ, yeah. you know, this distracting Kane kind of, you know, her getting knocked off the apron. Kane She's so emotion. hot. She's so crazy. That's what she is. And hot. You you want to bite her butt cheek? Is that? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> that is grade A piece of meat right there. Fucking just bite that. But it was good. All three of these guys are tip top in great shape. Kane, you know, Kane too, being at the latter part of his career, was. Awesome. It seems it's as if he's still at the peak of his career yeah. with the way that he's been in the ring, and especially with him being involved in the storyline. I mean, prior to this, I guess you could say he started to drop off a little bit, but since he made his return, I mean, it was back and forth with Randy Orton, but now he's right back up there. Yeah. You could easily see him as a champion. Yeah, uh, or at least I can. I, you know what? I can't see him as a champion, but I can mm-hmm. see him getting over champions like. CM I could Punk. see him as an intercontinental or U.S. champion. No, I can't. I think. It, uh, I think. I think his role right now is, as we say, with the older guys to put over the younger talent. Which and that's, I, I maybe that's where he fits in with those divisions, though. Well, that's where he put. That's where he fits with Daniel Bryan and CM Punk right now because he's getting these guys over by having these guys having great matches with these guys. Mm-hmm. So those are those are all the goods yeah, that but I thought out quite of this matches. Bad. Yeah, but the, yeah, let's get on to the the bads. Um, the YouTube pre-show match between Brodus Clay and David Otunga. You really expecting Brodus Clay not to have a complete squash match? Yeah, exactly. But then, all, let, let, I want to talk. I want. I, I mentioned this earlier, an hour and a half ago, before we started prepping for the show was the fact that these YouTube matches and these YouTube pre-shows are kind of getting a little... Dave holding his microphone like Damien Sandow right now. I was just thinking the same thing. We're going to try to test it out, see how I like it. 
da- um, these YouTube matches are just getting lower and lower views. Because when they first came out, everybody started watching them. And then well, you they- started off with a championship match. Yeah. And then you had Zack Ryder Kane. Then you just had this squash match that no one was going to pay attention to. That's... I- feel like in order to get the viewership that they want, you have to actually put a, mid, a match on there that people want to see. Yeah. I, I, think, mean, I think the viewership you think is viewership? good, but it's just going down. I mean, it went down a lot from the first time. Oh, did you hear that? Nope. <laughs> but it went down a, a lot, you said. It went down a lot from the first time, but this past time was only like four, 4,000 people. Which I know, but that's not... might be a lot, but... Yeah, that's not a lot, especially in the WWE universe. Yeah, I mean, you know they like 8, worldwide. 000, yeah, they want like millions of hits for their shows. Yeah, exactly. it's only it's literally only like forty two thousand people. So now maybe if you put that gauntlet match as a pre show, I'm sure I'm sure I would have been pissed off if they put a tag team match as the pre show though. I you know what, and I would I would have been too because I think that was the right exposure that they should have done for that exactly. tag team division. But that would have gained the viewership. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, another bad spot, putting a Hunico, another Hunico Sinkar match on the pay-per-view. Hunico and Sinkar, Hunico and How many times can we see this match? But how many times can you see it's the same fucking thing? Exactly. I mean, the Lucha Libre action is fun and all, but when you see the same two Lucha Libres, because they're the only two Lucha Libres in the... Better in the entertainment luchadors, luchadors wrestling. I mean, lucha libre style of wrestling. Yeah, it's it gets old. I mean, they got to switch it up. Didn't they sign Averno at some point? Did Whatever. They, who knows? That was like, rumors. Exactly. I, think. I like, don't know. I mean, come on. You, if you want to bring this type of wrestling to WWE, you have to put more diversity in there. I mean, you can't just have the same two people going at it. It gets boring. I know. I, I totally. I mean, you start to predict. Oh, arm drag, arm drag. Head scissor, like it's mm-hmm. just dumb. Yeah, no, I I can agree with you on that. Um, other things bad from the No Way Out pay per view was the main event, the steel cage match between the Big Show and John Cena. I just could not get into this at all. I think it was just it was sloppy. Were you just, into it to begin with, though? Not really. I mean, I got into it when Zack Ryder came out. I was like, Yeah, Zack Ryder's gonna do something. And he gets punched. Yeah. Nah, hey, hey, payday. Yeah, <laughs> but still, yeah. I mean, I was happy with the outcome of John Cena winning and John Lorenz getting fired and FU through the Spanish announce table. R- other than that, though, I just like wasn't into it. I just didn't think it was living up to the expectations and the hype mm-hmm. build up that they really, really put into this. I, I also, I, I really, really disappointed. Nobody went through that ring. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You didn't see it, so it doesn't matter. They could have. Yeah, no, right. I saw those <laughs> clips from Monday Night Raw. They could have. I don't know. I feel like the younger fans did enjoy the end. Yeah, I'll give it. Yeah, like, you know they I mean? catered to the younger fans. Exactly. Then, but, you know, it was an all-around pay-per-view. Another bad spot for me was the crowd. The crowd was just dead the entire night besides for, like, CM Punk. Yeah. That was it. And, like, and especially, like, being in, you know, maybe, like, one of the right outside, as they said, 800 fucking times, the shadow of WrestleMania 29 and the shadow of fucking Manhattan, New York City. I thought the crowd would be a little bit more livelier. Which they like we weren't. saw, like we saw back in Survivor Series, that crowd was hot. The next night on Monday Night Raw, I thought the crowd was a little bit on the uh, the hot side. But I think it was a good pay per view. What would you give it rating wise? Mm, three, a th- three out of what? Three out of five. Three out of five. <laughs> okay. Three out of five. Yeah, I can I can agree with you. I'd say. I three. mean, with the amount of bads that we had, I mean, 
come on out. You had a good amount of bad. I mean, there's a lot of evens too. Christian Cody Rhodes was was, a, was you know was a, as predicted match. Beth Phoenix and Layla was exactly know, as predicted didn't. matches. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Money in the Bank last year. So I'd, I'd, like I feel like that's a five. Yeah. So if you can't even compare to that, I mean, if you could compare mm-hmm. a little bit, you're at a four. But so it's below. It's well below that. So and we're but, at three. And also too, we had Triple H coming out yeah. challenging Brock Lesnar SummerSlam, which is big. That was, I would I would say that's good. Um, predi- I I feel like it's predictable. We knew. Was, it, yeah. But what happened to his arm? Didn't he have a, a broken arm? Yeah, but he's been off TV for like a month and a half. A month and a half. I don't think a broken <laughs> arm heals in a month and a half. I know, but maybe he's wearing like a cast underneath it. You don't, you don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it don't matter. No, it don't matter. matter. All right, let's get on to Monday Night Raw, being from uh, from our backyard right here on the LI at Nassau Coliseum. Got to give uh, some props to the Big O for having his uh, Big O tailgate, which was uh, fun. Yeah. So how was the pre-show and everything? It, to Raw. Everything. You know, every Nassau Coliseum show mm. is, always, is always fun because you're going to see all, like, the wrestling fans that you know, all the wrestling fans you hate. You know, you're going to have people yell at you. <laughs> you're going to have people yell at you for wearing certain wrestling shirts. I had somebody. I was wearing a Big O shirt because, you know, that was part of the Big O tailgate. Sweet. Well, did you switch shirts? No, well, I was wearing Originally, my Zach, I was wearing my Zack Ryder shirt, but I was not informed that you're supposed to be wearing Big O shirts to you know support the Big O and you know during this tailgate. So I brought his shirt and I brought a Daniel Bryan shirt. I wore the Big O shirt in. There was some go- random guy that I saw at NYWC and his kids that just kept coming up to me whenever I see him. They go, "The Big O is overrated." I'm like, "Okay, whatever you say. Well, you're not going to be saying that when he's in the WWE, and, you know, yeah. soon. You're not going to be saying that he's overrated, but." Every you know every wrestling fan and especially I saw it like oh. I also was I also wasn't aware. Yeah, Brandon was wearing his Zack Ryder shirt. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, me and, me and Brandon were wearing the same shirt. So, but the the dark match was good. Yeah. Dean Ambrose over. Um, oh, you got Chris Dean. Yeah, Dean Ambrose got uh, Chris Kincaid from Long Island. Chris Kincaid. I was I wasn't familiar with him either. Uh, Dean Ambrose cut a sick promo, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Did you pop when he when he fir- when I first re- came out? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I was sitting there with uh, Rachel, and she's just like, who is this? I'm like, get to know this man's He's name. the savior. <laughs> He's going to be fucking awesome. When I, when I saw Dean Ambrose coming out, I was like, I said to my friend, I was like, dude, Chris is marking the fuck out, I bet. No, there's a there's a better mark out moment of the week for this week. <laughs> um, that was good. The Superstars matches were good. You saw uh, Zack Ryder beat Drew McIntyre, which everybody went completely not utterly insane for, mm-hmm. which is always always good. Always good. Um, tag team match was spot on with Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd. Against Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex. I would have liked to see Hawkins and Rex get the, the W. Get the W. But, you know, you got to pipe up your new tag team, and these guys are... I don't know why I don't know why they're not Hawkins, hyping up Rex and Hawkins. I don't know why. I don't get that either. They have... I mean, come on now. They got matching fucking attire. Yeah, they were the Where first tag team out of these fucking... All these tag teams that have matching attire. You have... What do you have, like six tag teams right now? Um, in your tag team division? Usos, Epico Primo... Rex and Hawkins, primetime players, primetime players. Kofi uh, and I Truth. mean, you, you could you could say Unico and and Camacho too. Yeah, you can't say Unico and Camacho. Right now, that's six. You got like seven. Um, Gabriel and Tyson. You so said those. That's right. seven right now. Okay, yeah. So you got about seventeen teams. So we can we can go on and on about. But you t- could seven tag teams is well enough to rebuild the or continue rebuilding a tag team division. Absolutely. No, I can. And I, there's probably tag teams in. Uh, FCW or on NXT, we'll talk about it in a minute. That, that there are add sick shit to it. They could they could literally just put like like just even if they think about hiring uh, Billy Gunn back, just for like that that they're old not school. going to Brandon. I'm aware Get over of that. it. I'm aware of that, but if they did that, 
they just like an older tag team to help get these guys over more. It would it would bring uh, prestige to the tag team titles and it would really no, help them out. I think it would to bring in like new age outlaws or something like that. But that that today. wouldn't bring prestige if they were holding the tag team titles. That would bring prestige. Bringing prestige to it is like no, but defending I mean, these titles every single week. You know, I make, feel like, making I, them well known. I feel like if they competed for the tag team titles, maybe if they win it for a little bit. But if they, I wouldn't bring prestige. That would bring legitimacy. It's two totally different. All right. So. Anyway, let's get on to the goods and bads of Monday Night Raw. We'll start off with the goods. Mick Foley is good. Mick, Mick Foley, Foley being good. the uh, guest Foley. GM for the week since uh, Johnny Laurinaitis got X'd out was good. I thought he added some uh, flavor, and I, uh, everybody, especially Brandon, went nuts for him. Yeah. Um, the tag matches were excellent. The first, starting to show off with Punk and uh, Sheamus versus Kane and Daniel Bryan was were great. Were you surprised to see that as the starting match? So actually, yes, I was. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be maybe like the the ten o'clock hour. You do that, yeah. but you, you want to you got to rope in those ratings. You got to fucking get these people in. And what better way to do it but having three guys that had a great match the night before, and also two year world heavyweight champion. And it was interesting to maybe another part good part of that was AJ coming out like oh, man. Harley Quinn style with the cane mask on. Yeah, dressed all dressed decked out in cane like fem- I would say like a female cane gear. And Brian, just how it was like all cut up and everything showing yeah. the stomach and everything like that. Very a sexy. Lot of, a lot of yes chance that that night. A lot of yes chance. I did bring a do the debray sign, but it didn't get on there. Uh, yeah, I mean we were we were like kind of like at the upper part of the two hundred. So like you, I, I, I was saw a- the marking out sign on TV. I didn't see it. I came home and tried. I thought I did. Yeah, I, we were on camera side, but we weren't like... There was guys that were standing up the entire time, and I was just too lazy to uh, stand up. Yeah, at times it gets tiring. Yeah. And we, we had good seats, too, but can't complain about that. Also, too, speaking of good tag matches, Epico and Primo versus the Primetime Player is an extension of the storyline from the night before at No Way Out. Um, somebody tweeted to us. I think it was B Wing. Uh, we didn't. Dave didn't plug him in the opening monologue, but you can yeah, find him on Twitter at B Wing four eleven for all your graphic design needs. Ring Rope Rebellion too, and Ring Rope Rebellion as well. We download them. Yeah. Um, he he said he's like you put a superstar caliber match on Monday Night Raw. Yes, because maybe superstar caliber stars, but I feel like th- th- this goes back to the rebuilding process of the tag team division. I just wish the fans would give it more of a chance rather than booing right away. To be honest, I don't think it was a superstar caliber. I think people may say that it's superstar caliber just because they only know these people from superstars. But I actually, that may have been one of my, I really liked that tag team match. It was back and forth, tag team, a lot of tag team moves. The fact that it ended in a count out, I liked as well. I thought that just continued their feud a little bit more. Yeah. So I thought it fit in very well. So did I. So did I. And, and well, yeah, back to rebuilding tag team divisions. Exactly. We can go on an entire fucking show about rebuilding tag team divisions and how this we, is. We probably have. Yeah, we probably have. Um, this is starting to hurt my Another. Fingers. Yeah, <laughs> holding, holding it the Damien Sand that way. Um, more goods from Monday Night Raw. The handicap match, the main event, John Cena versus Otunga, Big Show, and Laurinaitis. Not just because it was a handicap match against John Cena, but more the fact that the Big Show backed out halfway through the show. 
Then while John Laurinaitis gets tagged him, David Otunga walks out. Do we see this maybe being a David Otunga face turn? Uh, I wouldn't say face turn because I can't see where that would go. I think he's better off as a heel. He has something really good going as a heel. He does. There's no point to switch it over. I mean, he can still go um, without Johnny Ace. He doesn't need him. His travel mug has his own Twitter account. Exactly. I there also I don't I don't think he draws the heat that he should be though because during the match, obviously David Otunga was trying to take away from the we want Cena Cena sucks chance by by posing and nothing was happening so. Who knows? I maybe, think he, so maybe we don't see anything happening for him. Yeah. Well, maybe this is now that John Laurinaitis is out. But I don't think John Laurinaitis is out. I think he's fired now. But I think the board of directors are going to come in and be like, you know, he did a yeah, great well, job. Yeah. Well, we've seen we've seen John. We've seen him this this past uh, Monday already. So. Yeah. Or maybe Vince McMahon comes back and hires him as the well, corporation. Well, we'll see how... We'll, <laughs> it's not fucking happening, dude. Uh, we'll see how this guest GM spot happens and how that, it works. Um, another good, More goods from Monday Night Raw was the Triple H promo. You know, talking about how he uh, Brock Lesnar should accept his challenge and how he can. He's going to make him the poster boy of, of SummerSlam. More of a good part was Paul Heyman coming out. Well, even before we get out to that, I'm going to add in a bad with that limo. I mean, we... We haven't, we, haven't I mean, even, we haven't started talking about the well, band Well, because yet. they uh, apparently it was Paul Heyman in the limo. Oh. Yeah, that's why I'm throwing that in right now. Well, we should have added that with the bands when we started talking yeah, about the Yeah, I know, I know, but kind of skipped the mind. But, yeah, I like to see who's in the limo when you show the limo. I want to see who comes out of it at, like, or at least yeah, show, like, the Yeah, that's what they're not wanting to do that. But, I mean, at least show, like, the shoes. You know what I mean? Like, you could show the shoes and don't show It could have been Vince McMahon. Exactly. Yeah, obviously, they wanted it to be... Our, uh, coming up next, we have will Triple H will Brock Lesnar answer Triple H's challenge or whatever? Mm-hmm. Limo pulls up, they don't see who gets out. Brock's music hits. Is it Brock? Of course, it's not Brock, but it's Paul Heyman. I, I don't know. I I, I want to see the feet at least, or the shoes of somebody walking towards the ring, or, <laughs> or like towards. Like, well, now now that we're on the beds, you know, we spoke about the limo. Also, too, the beds. Bro- you could say Brock Lesnar not accepting. Triple H's challenge But you, you're gonna see Brock Lesnar Yeah you're gonna Triple see H's that challenge. I mean it's Inevitable Inevitable um, Another big bad For you guys I'm assuming What That we're gonna jump Well we no, gonna listen jump? You're, you're jumping the gun here Cause you're not thinking about What I'm thinking about Cause I'm gonna save that For maybe the last part Was Alberto Del Rio In a squash match Against Santino Morello That's what I was thinking I, Brandon, Brandon's like Oh that was good I wanted to see Alberto Del Rio that, No well I, I, I thought it was pr- like it made sense to uh, it didn't for a certain st- I, I thought it made somewhat of sense what for Alberto Del Rio to wrestle he was just in a championship ma- like, no he he was just out with a concussion so that's so they yeah said, but we don't know okay well okay, uh, yeah let's let's dis- let's discuss this a little bit because we brought up Del Rio there everybody knows about the concussion that happened from Sheamus that was really quote unquote Kali's doing all right, so we know about the concussion. But recently after that, it came out that the reason he got pulled was because he was very irate and um, pissed off about his standings with the WWE, and the WWE pulled him. Cause they, and also they, they're worried because Del Rio doesn't need WWE. He has a lot of money in Mexico, and including who his father is. Yeah. He has a lot of fame in Mexico. He doesn't, have, he doesn't need the WWE. Good. They need him. Good. So they don't need him. 
But Honestly, the, they don't. They just need him right now because they need another. It's, it's fucking. They they just need another like mid car upper mid card level guy. Put Dolph Ziggler in that spot. I I don't know. I I like him a lot, but you don't know what to believe. I mean, like I've said, it's rumors. You don't know what to take it. And I heard like we're just three fans. Ah, uh, yeah, good. Um. I heard that story got leaked out by the Cranky Vince tweet uh, Twitter. Yeah, apparently Cranky Vince and what is it? WWE Creative is actually run by people backstage. Rumor, like yeah, and it was shut down for like no. half a day. Get out of here! Like they were shut down Are for you half. Serious? A- that's yeah. that's the rumor. I mean, well, now now Cranky Vince is premium Vince. Yeah, and like WWE Creative is WWE Creative ish. But yeah. regardless, when is when was the concussion taking take? When did it take place? Was it last Tuesday? Last. Well, last Tuesday. Smackdown. No, it was no, it was two SmackDowns ago. Was it? So, no, it was the last last SmackDown. I think it was right. The last, before. The last SmackDown was on Tuesday because recording this on a Friday. Yeah. No. Well, well, I mean, like last, like as in the the the. Oh, yeah, I'm, pulling, we, I'm pulling up the calendar right now. The, the I think we spoke about on last episode. I think we spoke about Roy okay. having the concussion. It was the fifth. The fifth? Yes, because yeah. the eleventh on Monday Night Raw is when they had that four corners match mm-hmm. for uh, the number one contendership. Okay, so, so that gives him two weeks to get cleared for a concussion. Isn't that like no? Well, I heard he was. I heard he was cleared by the eleventh, but the fact that they were already. By like the twelfth or that SmackDown that they did before No Way Out, but they were already running with the Dolph Ziggler concussion even, angle. Even though a concussion is a serious thing, I mean, I look feel at, like that's still a fast recovery. Look at the, look at what's going on in the NFL right now. They're suing over and, concussions and, and the are, NHL. I mean, I feel like that this is just a very fast reco- recovery. If it is true, um, he could go through post concussion syndrome. Which is very serious. I mean, look what has happened. Like you just mentioned, a lot of people have passed away from undiagnosed things. Yeah, I mean, I look at uh, look what happened last month with Junior Seau. He like admitted in his suicide note that all the concussions gave him a massive depression. And you know, the the, the coolest thing. I mean, it's it's not cool seeing like uh, a superstar of, of that caliber passing away. But he said he he shot himself in the chest so that way his brain can be donated to science. And he's tried to kill himself in the past. I think he tried to drive off a cliff and Yeah, didn't okay, that was, that was noted as well. Yeah, yes. but I think that this is, if it is an actual concussion, especially in the pro wrestling business where you get, a, you take a lot of whiplash to that head. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you get body slammed, that whiplash of your head just bouncing across, uh, on the mat, that takes its toll. So I really question if this is concussion or if he really did get frustrated with WWE management. Mm-hmm. As I've said, we don't really know where to take it, how to take it, or whatever. You yeah. gotta just take it with a grain of salt and just believe whatever you want to believe. Absolutely. Uh, more bads. The the handicap match. You say it was a bad thing for John Cena. I gotta give John Cena a lot of credit um, for hashtagging where's Trent because I think that's awesome. Like every single one oh, of his tweets now is hashtag where's Trent. I'm gonna give him credit for uh, showing him to the Mets game in Mets gear. Really? When? Yeah, they tweeted uh, the Mets tweeted out a picture of John Cena at the game on like Tuesday. Okay. I think uh, I think he was like in one of the suites wearing a Mets hat and a Mets shirt and everything like that. That was that probably guy. given to him. Yeah, he was probably with Hawkins. Yeah, right. <laughs> shit. All right. Uh, more bads. I mean, now we can get on to the part. Brandon has said shit and isn't even paying attention to the show right now. He's playing with his beard. Yeah. Um, the whole the whole Cindy Lauper segment. 
to me was a kind of a negative on Monday Night Raw. Yes, okay, it was, okay, it was nice to see Cindy Lauper and Wendy Richter come out. You know, Hall of Famer Wendy Richter, uh, Cindy Lauper being maybe one of the more influential people in the early days of the WWE. But it just dragged on for me. It just really dragged on. The point of Heath Slater coming out was unnecessary. I'm going to agree with you as well because isn't this supposed to be raw stuff leading up to the thousandth episode? Yeah. No, No, it's not. It's wrestling. I don't know. I think it's supposed to be raw. It's raw. It's not. They said it's it's wrestling's greatest something. I don't know. I'm missing that last word. I think it's supposed to be raw related. Especially if it's leading up to the thousandth episode of raw. I would want to see other raw angles and raw Well, I heard they wrestlers. dropped that bringing back new wrestlers. At old Did they? Yeah. That's I guess yeah, I think you saw it this week by having Mick Foley come back and being an influential part in raw history. That's true. That's true, but I feel like... And also, I mean, Roddy Piper has been on countless Monday Night Raws too, I assume. But he he, he yeah. was more of before... I, mean, I, mean, I, I would understand I would understand more if they did this in uh, as Captain Lou tribute with him in Raw. Because he was on Raw a lot. Yeah. Especially with the head shrinkers and every other, like, all of the detectives that he's managed. He was a big, like, he was on Raw often when they first came out. So... Well, regardless, I don't think it was so terrible. I think it could have used some Zack Ryder. I think Yeah, if you're going to put Ryder in, of course, you're not going to put him in, but... That is the spot to use him if you. I think that match. was the, that was the biggest bad of the entire night. There was we, a lot of we want rider chance. There was a lot of we want rider chance. There was a lot of t-shirts, everything like that. Your Nassau Coliseum. Every single time they go to Nassau Coliseum, they fucking scrub him out of Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or whatever they're doing, and you know it's it's obnoxious. And I think the WWE. And let me let me say that. Let you say what? That you're skipping. There were. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. There were people who brought broski fists with them. They weren't selling those there. Why would you And there were that? there were a ton of broski fists. All right, now on they had to sell the new wig. Yeah, right. On Twitter, yeah. I ranted a little bit. I, for the people that don't know, we are or you obviously do because we mentioned it. But we're good. We're friends with Zack Ryder. The fact that this guy has busted his ass for so long to get to where he is. He is living his dream right now. For as long as we've known him, he's been so in love with the WWE. No WCW, no nothing else. WWE. And now this is his big shot, big chance. And for the past two Raws that he's been in his hotel, hometown, where his friends are coming, his family, they don't put him on the big show of Monday Night Raw. They use him on superstars. I feel like this is just such a... Not, I don't even want to say it's a shot at Zack Ryder, but I feel like they're taking a shot at me when they do that. Yeah, they, they're calling your hat. They're call, coming to your house with a gun, and they're shooting you, Dave. That's that's really what I feel like it is because just know like this is his hometown crowd. But it, of course, we've seen this before. I think uh, Beth Phoenix in Buffalo. Oh I yeah, think they did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I don't it's know. just yeah. I think it's maybe just kind of I don't want to say paying your dues because he's been in there what like, like set in the WWE for, for like a long seven time. years. Yeah. So I, I I think it may just be management being assholes toward them towards him. Yeah, whoever's booking these segments. But you know they did like yes he wasn't on Monday Night Raw but they did make up for another factors you know uh, more importantly the dark match afterwards. But, yeah, we could get on getting that him after. getting him over big having Triple H Vince McMahon come out John Cena you know. Everybody, you know, woo woo wooing in the ring and not Arsenio Hall style woo woo wooing. <laughs> yeah, so that I mean that was good. That that got him over big. Uh, all in all, it was you know going to going to Raws are always fun. You know, it's a different aspect from watching them on TV. 
absolutely. Yeah, and just it just being in there in the crowd, like even Rachel like liked it. She's like she told me yesterday. She goes, I didn't want to tell you, but I actually had a very fun time. She's like, I can't do the independent stuff. I can't do the Jakaras and the Ring of Honors, but I had a really good time at WWE. No, no, I'd, I'd rather. I'd ra- I'm kind of uh, for those that don't know. I stuck around at my homestead and uh, just tweeted about yeah, it. Yeah, but that but that was good because we were able to, to yeah. capture the entire essence of Monday Night Raw from the fan perspective of being there, from being home and stuff like that. But, it was it was good. But I'm also I'm happy I didn't go. I feel like they didn't miss anything. You know, like I feel like nothing big, all that big happened. You didn't miss anything Ex- huge. Exactly. So uh, I'm satisfied that I made the decision to stay home and tweet to all you marks out there. You didn't. You didn't get to see Paul Heyman's first Nassau Coliseum appearance in 2002. Oh no! How did I miss that? <laughs> oh no! We didn't miss it. Oh, I think. I think it's. I think no. it's really interesting that as we grow bigger, like I sat next to people who we knew grow Mark and how. Bigger? Like how? Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Rachel was wearing her shirt. Yeah, and some some other of my co-hosts weren't wearing their t-shirts. Listen. Yeah, well, when it's WWE event, it's strictly Zack Ryder. Debatable. I will always go by that. I swear Fuck I will that. always you know go by that. Next said, WWE event I go to Nassau, I'm wearing my Mark and Out shirt. Fine, go for it. You, you, that's, what, that's what makes everybody fucking... Everyone's allowed to wear everything. Hell yeah. I don't wear, I wear my Mark and Out shirt enough. We don't discriminate. Yeah, I'm wearing it right now. I'm going he, to Ringo Starr today. You're going to Ringo Starr where? At Jones Beach, it's gonna thunderstorm. That's gonna be awesome. Good. I hope we get struck by lightning. Whoa, no, whoa, whoa! No, I take, okay, I take that back. When I get struck by lightning, I'm gonna say it was Chris Sweeney's fault. And your hair is gonna be sticking up on end. It's gonna be like eight <laughs> miles out. It's gonna be yeah, sick. Like Talking about band. lightning, my hair, my hair band will melt to my hair, and I'll have to cut it, and everyone will be satisfied. Talking about lightning, it is shocking and everything. The always shocking Chris Jericho is making his return to Raw. Yeah, that was a good that we Next didn't mention. Monday Night Raw. And I find it interesting that they looked like they were kind of billing him as a baby face. Uh, because because the way they were like showing all that footage of him rocking out with Fozzie and everything like that. I, I don't know if they would play him as a fa- uh, baby face because as we've seen in the past where they've shown stuff with, involving Fozzie. Of course, they're going to promote Fozzie because they have their tour coming up soon. Yeah. So I feel like they're probably playing some. Chris Jericho is one of the few people that he could be a baby face out of the ring and do his Fozzie shit. And then when he's in the ring, he could be strictly heel. I think he's one of the few that could actually really... Pull that off well and be in the public the public eye with that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you, Chris Jericho coming back. We'll see how that goes. Except, except for when he punches him. I, yeah. yeah, but they had it coming. <laughs> they had it coming. Dave's all about beating females. <laughs> hey, I'm not right. Chris Brown. No, you're not. Thank God. Neither is Chris Jericho, though. Thank God. <laughs> all right, let's talk about other things WWE wise. We spoke about it last week. Um, the rehashing of NXT. Uh, it culminating now from uh, Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida, big uh, production college down there. Um, oh, that's a production college. They do audio and video production. Oh, yeah, I know. Right, I, I, know I know somebody that went there for audio production. Now he's the uh, he's the sound guy for some bands. All right, so, ball, I think. so that's where they're getting. A, I'm sure that they're getting a good amount of production. Well, they're, well, they're probably the getting. A, they're probably getting a bunch of interns. Exactly to, to do there, and they, right. they can put that in their, their resume, resume and yeah. stuff like that, which would be great. Um, from the first second of the show, I loved it. Oh, Coheed! Yeah, the the way they brought everybody in, and then also seeing all those younger talents, seeing Richie Steamboat, seeing Chris Hero, you know, seeing Seth Rollins in the opener. I was just like, that's, this is going to be the a theme song. Sweet. Just pumps you up. I mean, you know exactly where you're getting into when you see that. And the 
from, right from the start, the video editing of that intro is just sick, and it's a different style too. It is even even like that. Even like that also too. Like the promos, like the Seth Rollins promo is great. The Bo Dallas promo is great. You know, the one that me we all really popped for was the Ascension oh. doing this like underworld style gimmick, having yeah, them like I, hanging out on the top of like. I scaffolding. thought that was just so cool. It kind of. Just how they show the top of the buildings, and then they cut to them on top of a building. It's just really, really cool stuff that they got going on down there. Yeah, and their and their tag team move was actually pretty, they they had a tag team match with oh, a bunch of scrubs. We're getting right into it. Yeah, no, no, there's not those aren't scrubs. That's Mike Dalton and C.J. Parker. Mike Dalton was actually a former tag team champion and actually a former heavyweight champion. Oh, in so, FCW? Yeah, in FCW. Okay. Yeah, this session is uh, Kenneth Cameron and Connor O'Brien from. Uh, Everybody Connor, knows Con- Connor O'Brien from NXT. The Rat Man from NXT. That is a fact. I love that their fucking theme song and entrance when they come Everything. out. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, you know, going back to sports entertainment, that's the entertainment that's, part. That is entertainment. Like, they, there's a one part of the theme song where it starts, like, it dies down, then it picks up again, and at that pickup point, Kenneth Cameron just yells at the crowd. Yeah. It's just pumped up. And then the tag team, the way that they work as a tag team is just awesome. They were using that turnbuckle, the good, corner. Good fluidity. Oh, completely. Yeah, whatever it is. Very excited to see where, what comes from that. You know, I think, I think Mike Dalton was actually trained by Lance Storm. He was. Okay. That is a fact. So that, okay. Yeah, he's a trainee of Lance Storm. Yeah, this week, next week, we said you're going to get to see Seth Rollins. You'll see Antonio Cesaro next week, Cesaro. too. He's a SmackDown wrestler. Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah, Bray Actually, Wyatt. it said coming soon. Yeah. So, but um, that, you got to see Bo Dallas, yeah. who is the son of IRS, IRS yeah, Mike Bo, Rotundo. Bo Dallas versus Rick Victor. Varsity Club. That's he looked good, too. A lot of people said he has a lot of he has a really good career. No, yeah, we saw him good. at uh, Access Wrestle, too. Yes, we saw a lot of people at Access yeah. who, are we, who are we talking about now? Bo, Bo Dallas. Dallas. Bo Rotunda. I didn't like that spear finisher. I feel like I, I agree with you just because I feel like the spear is kind of overdone. Especially yeah. if you're in... Especially we saw Christian use it Sunday night. Exactly. But I feel like being a young talent and everything, you have that, and not really as well known, you have that kind of space where you could test out a few finishers and see what works. So I'd say go play around with a few different moves, but don't go with the spear. Yeah. If, if I mean, I know it probably has nothing to do with edge, but if it was going to be... Like, I could see a finisher for Bo Rotundo be the, the execution. Not the execution, the... The Impaler DDT that he used to do? Somebody yeah, uses but see, yeah, that. Someone else does it. I think somebody, Hawkins. No, no. In FCW, I think somebody uses it. Or something similar. Oh, and let's not forget about the commentary team of Jim Ross and uh, William Regal. Did, was it me or did it seem like William Regal when they were going in and out of commercials? Like, his audio was off. Like, it was but a little like, bit more, like, pronounced. It, I think both of their audios sounded like they were doing a podcast rather than actual announcing. Well, I think that's like a dream team. Um, I think the content was team. incredible. Yeah, the content was great. Oh yeah, that's a dream team team right there. Do these, if you put, could put anybody together on commentary that know their shit, it's these two. I don't they, know why they they got rid of Josh Matthews though, because I mean, well, he was maybe never. They don't, he well, was never. Re- Josh Matthews was never associated with FCW. It was always Byron Saxton, right. um, Antonio Cesaro. William Regal. Well, no, NXT. He's ta- he's but talking I'm, I'm about. Like, oh, well, NXT, I, I, like, Matt, like Matt Stryker was like uh, a predominant name on there, and he's not, he wasn't. Even no, no. I think NXT. I think that's cut off. Like you know what I mean? I feel like that's the end of that chapter. That's done with. Yeah. The association with NXT. I think that's done with. I actually read somewhere that I think WWE.com. That's. Huh? I mean, that's the biggest thing we could talk about. That the fact that last week on NXT that. 
they were hyping up the new season of NXT. You know, there's total rehashing, and then there's no mention of it on WWE.com. We had to we had to watch it yeah. illegally on YouTube. Which, well worth it. It was honestly, it was well worth it. And I, oh. if if they can keep up this content and this quality of wrestling and a quality of a show, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with talking about it every single uh, week. Honestly, I got to I got to bring it back. Even though we spoke about the videos and everything, Bray Wyatt, that that hype video where he's talking about monsters are real, and it's just so it gives you such a creepy feeling. You like kind of like the sounds intro, like a pedophile. Like kind of the intro to True no, Blood. No, this you sounds know? like a pedophile. Yeah, it does. No, um, like the intro to uh, True Blood, where it's just like. Creepy, hillbilly-ish, backwoods kind of a thing. He kind of reminds me of Waylon Mercy a little bit. Yeah, you sounded like a bigger pedophile. Like this. Yeah. (laughs) All right. But we're excited to see where NXT is about to go. Main event. Main event. Tyson Kidd and McGillicuddy. We've seen that on Superstars. We have seen it. We've seen it on NXT, but it's still great match. Yeah, it's still. You can never get enough of that match. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like I like how William Regal was saying about uh, Tyson Kidd in his off time. He goes up to Calgary, trains with Brett, trains with Lance Storm, yeah. whoever he can to get in new new material, whatever. Fact. Yeah. So, and he won it with that new that new sharpshooter move. Yeah. That, that shit's awesome. Yeah, it is. I forgot what it's called. Is it the dungeon lock? Uh, yeah, the dungeon lock. I wish I thought of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You could have booked that one. Brandon playing with his like wrestling buddies, trying to figure out a good new submission. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have I have a good submission. Nobody, I don't have anyone to show it to. <laughs> yeah, no girls would want to see it anyway. Oh, bam, bam roasted cheeks. I'm sorry, I don't have to make my girls pass out so I could see them. So, bam uh, roasted. What does that mean? My girls pass. What out? does that mean? My girls pass out. Yeah, I don't. Well, it's yeah, you don't know. I you mean, don't know. It's after what, a few what, cocktails, so yeah, it's not really. What does that mean? Anyway, let's get to our musical interlude of the week. This comes from a former musical interlude, our uh, our buddy Roby, aka Short Temper. Since long, since Raw was on Long Island this week, we might as well be repping Long Island. So this is repping LI. We'll be back. We'll talk about a little bunch of other crap here. Dave, do it. Unmarking out. I'm headed for the top, no you can't stop that Fourth and long, everybody better drop back I got a voice and a mic, I'm wild And sit back, listen to me rep Long Island I'm so far from a criminal, but finna get violent So suburban like a Chevy, yes I rep Long Island Ain't your ordinary Joe, but I'm Broadway So talented, plus I'm cute, that's what your broad say In reality, I ain't cocky or arrogant But I'm practically famous in my neighborhood and they mad at it But half of them show me love and I show it right back Playboy magazine flow, that'll leave me with a nice rack Yes, I'm white, but color don't matter when you rap And I get back on my haters when I'm famous, white or black It doesn't matter, it's better up when I'm in the booth Want a fairy tale ending, so I spit until I lose the tooth But I don't need money, I just wanna get heard I think that people deserve to listen to words That really mean something, or at least make you think A punchline instead of I'm so drunk, let's drink I'm headed for the top, no you can't stop that Fourth and long, everybody better drop back I got a voice and a mic, I'm wildin' Sit back, listen to me rep Long Island you know I'm headed for the top, no you can't stop that Fourth and long, everybody better drop back I got a voice and a mic, I'm wildin' Sit back, listen to me rep Long Island I've been involved with rap, the grimy cats come with it I done lost friends and money, but I'm still spittin' If I had a penny for every cracker that told me quit Probably have enough cash for this cracker to buy Ritz the whole company, one leg up on the competition, I guess that's why your dog's humping me. Despite the critics, I stand on my own feet, barbecue my own food, I handle my own beef. The only rapper to complete this whole rap game like a pass from Drew Brees. 
But if anyone sees me around town, I'll make a fist, hollow it up, give you a pound. This is more than music, it's a movement. I'm never stopping acknowledging all of my supporters. Get rich or die trying. That's what I plan to do, so I always walk around with two quarters. I'm heading for the top, no, you can't stop that. Fourth and long, everybody better drop back. I got a voice and a mic, I'm wildin'. Sit back, listen to me, rep Long Island. You know, I'm heading for the top, no, you can't stop that. Fourth and long, everybody better drop back. I got a voice and a mic, I'm wildin'. Sit back, listen to me, rep Long Island. Close my eyes, envision a life that one could only imagine I've been rapping, but it really ain't about that Music kept me alive when I was dying It empowered me to bounce back No one is tough as me, but I must be heavily medicated The mic is my medication, sedated, waiting patiently For the day I buy my parents a mansion with a giant wall Covered in letters from haters who said I couldn't rap at all Long Island to the death of me, desperately cheating death I'm blessed for every recorded word of breath I got a lot of wind in my lungs But an angel in heaven who's watching me proud as hell To see his little cousin Pursue his dream with talent bigger than Chamberlain Now you're up on the progressive channel my anger in I can think of a million reasons to quit Only one to keep going but I know that I'm too legit Wasn't for the surf to sit behind a desk I am destined for me to prove that I'm the best I'm so real, I never lie I make the kind of music unforgettable Even after the day I die I'll leave a legacy, you better see what I bring to the table Before it's too late, when I'm gone Then you're not able to witness live The way that I'm making history I know that I'm making big, my future fame It ain't no mystery I'm heading for the top, no you can't stop that Fourth and long, everybody better drop back I got a voice and a mic, I'm wildin' Sit back, listen to me rep Long Island you know I'm heading for the top, no you can't stop that Fourth and long, everybody better drop back I got a voice and a mic, I'm wild and sit back, listen to me rep Long Island. And we're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you very much, as always, to Roby, our boy. I'm sorry that I didn't get to see you at Raw. I know he was there. He tweeted at me saying, where are you sitting? And I just didn't respond because I'm an asshole like that. But thank you for contributing that song to the podcast. You can check him out, facebook.com slash Roby Short Temper, or on Twitter, uh, Roby Short Temper. Check him out. He's He's got some, some sweet-ass beats. Sweet-ass beats. Beats. Yeah, thanks. It's an for, ass beat. Thanks for repeating <laughs> me, Dave. Anyway, let's get on to Total Nonstop Action. Impact still doing their live summer series. And it's open fight night this week. And open fight night is going to be based around the Bound for Glory series. Whoever's in the Bound for Glory series can challenge each other. Very, very. Ex- I was very excited going into this Impact. It's, and it's kind of a good feeling because it's been a long time since I was looking forward to Impact. And now that it's live. I don't know what to expect. Okay, honestly, this is... Okay, me and Dave are having a conversation about the show yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, we got to talk about Impact. He goes, oh, I have. I didn't read any of the spoilers. I paused for yeah, five I seconds. Forgot. I go, Dave, it's live. And she's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. I've been avoiding, like, all rumor websites. Yeah, some of them. But, you, you know, Bound for Glory series, you have a lot of guys getting wins. Kurt Angle gets a big submission win, which is big. That's yeah, ten, that that's ten, ten points. That's ten points right there. James Storm uh, going over Samoa Joe, kind of going back to last week's Battle Royal. The, the leader of the, the pack right now. Yeah. The Pope actually beating Bully Ray, which I'm surprised about. Yeah. We had the assist uh, a very smaller Abyss. Yeah. Did you, anybody else notice that? That yeah. Abyss... 
he didn't look as large as he usually did. He yeah. kind of looked the same size of Bully, maybe a little bit shorter. Yeah. Even. Well, I mean, as people were saying. Yeah, it could be other OVW wrestlers. Just yeah, since him. they have this big involvement now with OVW. I mean, um, they have that OVW wrestler down there that looks like Abyss. Yeah, but this one was just smaller. Yeah. Uh, Anderson getting a win, which really just went unnoticed mm-hmm. by uh, Austin yeah. Aries and Bobby Roode. Which was awesome. I love the fact that they were so heated. Well, just to we might as well go into it with the opening with uh. Well, let, let's continue with the Bad for Glory series okay. before we go into that. Ah. But it was it was it was it was funny. Uh, Magnus going getting a win over AJ Styles, which I thought was big. big and big I know win. I know you were you were very happy. Oh, about there that. was this one move that you had Magnus a big did. Boner. Oh, dude, you had no idea. He got he had AJ in um, a fallaway slam position. Then he just flips him up to a suplex. I thought it was just very innovative and awesome. Yeah, I thought that was good. Uh, and Jeff Hardy getting a win. Ex- expected. Expected. Uh, okay, I, you RVD, know what? I don't know if it would be so much expected, but... I'm kind of... Jeff Hardy's, like, I think growing on me a little bit. I, I think just the, maybe the face paint, you know, Dude, I, I, I definitely knocked it a lot. Yeah, but. no, the face paint I'm actually into, especially on the eyelids. Yeah. Like, I, I love the fact with, uh, when they were backstage, the Pope was just staring drilling his eyelids. I thought it was just pretty funny. He was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the opening segment now. Austin Aries last week had a choice. He can give up the X Division title to face uh, Robbie, Bobby Ro- Ro- whatever Bobby his Rude, name is. Robert Roode. Yeah. Ro- to, face, Mr. Rude. Yeah, fa- to face Mr. Roode at Destination X or he had a lot of big choices. He can give up the title and if he loses, he doesn't get it. And he tweeted out earlier in the day about option C and calling out Hulk Hogan and make, giving us option C, saying that if he does this, that every year at Destination X, whoever the X Division champion is, gets to do the same thing I, every year coming up. I really like this idea. I liked the concept behind it because he gave a valid point. He goes, this is what the company was based around, was the X Division title. Mm-hmm. And to have people holding this title, like myself... They should be getting the shot at the World Heavyweight title. Do you ever see any X Division champion, besides Austin Aries, actually winning in the future? I mean, it's tough, very tough to predict. Well, if uh, are they keeping to the 220-pound weight limit? I would assume so. Because they have four X Division wrestlers. I know. Oh, and Alex Silva. But where has Alex Silva been? Too much money to bring in. Yeah, fuck. Thanks, Ric Flair. Yeah. Do, you, do, you think this, do you think this could be kind of like their money in the bank? No, no, no it's. I don't think it's anything like. Maybe the match leading up or the event leading up to the um, X Division. What is it? Destination X. Yeah. Possibly you could see money, like a similar thing to money in the. You day. know what they should do though, at Destination X. I know they just did it. I, this I'm actually just thinking about this right now. They should do for the vacant X Division title. They should have an Ultimate X match. Or an escape. The, or the, remember the escape the cage matches that they had. What was that every called? Time, every, Asylum. Every time I think of that, I think of Homicide being unable to get outside of yeah, the right? cage. <laughs> but they have. To, I think they have to sign some more exhibition wrestlers because they have Kid Cash, they have Zima Ion, they have Austin Aries. They, I feel like right now it's and now, co- you know, as we con- were able to confirm from last week, Chris Saban torn ACL. Yeah, goodbye. And, and er- Eric Young's even out because he got uh, throat, throat surgery. surgery. Yeah. So that's but he's, too, he's a tag team wrestler. Yeah, but I mean, he could still fit in with the X Division. Good. But even still, I feel like they it's going to be tough to sign all these cruiserweights and stuff, especially now that the WWE is interested in bringing in some cruiserweights. I feel like they may have some competition. Yeah. I mean, the big thing is to appear on WWE television, and obviously they'll be able to offer them the money that TNA cannot offer them. 
So I feel like the, if they're going to compete after each other for the cruiserweights, it's going to be very tough. Uh, very tough. Yeah. No, but the whole concept behind this, I love it. I think it's a great idea, and he's Definitely. he has a lot of valid points. It is, you know, that's the title the company was built around. Definitely. And you have to give those guys a spotlight, and I'm really thinking that Austin Aries is going to win. He's such, like, the perfect, I don't know, face heel. I don't know how you want to call it because like well, they're we see him. We've seen him a heel. What is he? Is he a face? Is he? He's, he's a like, face. He's a face. He's a. They're trying to make him an uber baby face. Like I don't even know what to consider because he's not. Like he's well over, but he's still. He's so cocky. He's not. It's kind of. It's just. He, he's a perfect mix, and I feel like I've never said this before, but like. They were all chanting his name, Austin Aries, and he's just like, yes, yes, I know my name, I know who I am. I just thought it was pretty funny. It's like CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Okay. Um. I can see yeah, that. I can no. see Daniel Bryan or even Ziggler now. No, you, I can see CM Punk no, from last CM summer. CM Punk when he was Summer of Punk, he was a heel, but he wasn't was a heel. He? Yeah. He was. A, he, he was right. He was a heel. He had the whole feud with John Cena. Oh yeah, the the the, the face of your company. It's very true. But Austin Aries, I think I'm gonna say it right now, and I say I, it. I, I know we would want to wait for prediction time, but I can see Austin Aries going over Destination X. Honestly, I want to order this pay per view. No, when is I, it? The 24th? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, that's how. Much I don't we, know. That's how much we know. It's coming it. up. It's coming up. <laughs> But then uh, uh-huh. Rude comes out and starts to talk to Aries, too. And these are the two of the best guys on the mic. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, right, not the best guys on the mic in the old professional no, no, wrestling No, no, but in Impact Wrestling at the current time. And I feel like the interaction that they ha- they've had with each other was just hands down one of the best interactions I've seen in a long time. The fact that July Ander- 8th. July 8th. There you go. The fact that I made mention before um, with Anderson when he came out. These two, and he tried to converse with them a little bit or put his two cents in. They didn't even give a shit that he was out there. They were just so heated. They even came to blows. I mean, we saw... That's a Bam Roasted, if I've ever heard one. We saw Al Snow and D'Lo Brown co- uh, coming out. Yeah. And Simon Diamond. This is... <laughs> this is true. You, ha- you had to get b- backed up by D'Lo Brown and fucking Al Snow. Christ. Hey, you don't want to fuck with D'Lo Brown. You don't. You don't. All right. Let's get on to other things. It was open fight night. So with open fight night, there is gut check. TNA's version of bringing in some new superstars. And instead of bringing in a male superstar, this time they bring in Taylor Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks. She was hot. Very hot. Yeah, I thought she was a good-looking chick. She had the uh, she had the look to her. And she had, she had a unique look, too, because she, you know, she had that bright, vibrant red hair, very pale skin. Mm. She kind of reminded me of, if anybody's a metalhead out there, Dez from Devil Driver, his wife. I but, don't know. Yeah, you don't, no yeah. One, nobody would know. <laughs> There'd be like one person be like, oh, I look at that, too. But... No, she was hot. She was hot. She was good. I, she was a cancer survivor, which I thought was amazing. It's always good to hear one of those stories. Yeah. And like a well, well, story. all those shots that they were taking of her in the ring, what were those from OVW or where was Yeah, I was I would assume uh filmed in OVW. Is she an OVW wrestler? Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. been in OVW since I think 2011ish. Now, really? do you think I know Chris is going to say different, but I'm going to ask the both of you, do you think that they showed off her offensive skills uh at all, or they didn't show it enough. I like Brandon. It was take- kind of, yeah. it was kind of more Tara, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I felt too. I feel like they didn't show off her offensive skills and what she's really got, as opposed to her taking a beating from Tara. I liked it. I thought she was, but that's the whole thing with the gut check. They're supposed to be getting squashed to see how they do in the ring. The offensive moves that she did pull out, 
we're good. Like that handstand uh, Hurricane Rana was good. And then, you know, when she did the comeback, like the punches, mm. the punches. She, her punches actually looked legitimate. Yeah. The one thing I, I, that caught my attention, that kind of, it's just a little thing that I'm probably the only one that noticed, but when she was in the ring, when they did the announcements, she then put her hood on and took it back off. Yeah. Why not leave the hood on, like, AJ Styles till you get in the ring, then they do the announcement, and then flip the hood off? Don't just, maybe like, that's Maybe that's her thing. To put the hood on just to flip it yeah. off three seconds later? I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to say hot. the one thing you noticed was her big boobs. Oh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm Dude, looking at looking, that right we're now. We're looking at the picture on the OVW website, and those things look like Deadly. two fucking Koopa shells in her chest. <laughs> I'd motorboat it. But let, we'll, we'll see how that happens next week. I hope she gets a contract because it's a different style. Like with you know with ODB, with a different uh, look and her having a different look, it would add some depth. It would add and some... Exactly, you depth. Know, and it's, it would be nice to see a new knockout in that division. Yeah. We, we haven't seen a new knockout in that division in a long time. Yeah. I mean, well, well, besides Gal Kim was probably the newest, Gal Kim, newest Gal one. Gal Kim's not new. Gal Kim's yeah. been around the block. Exactly. And they're billing her in OVW from Seattle, Washington, and they spell her name T-A-E-L-E-R. Even though they announced her from uh, Boston. Yeah, I was like, at first thing, I'm like, oh, she's not that hot. She's from Boston. <laughs> but, yeah, she's hot. Uh, let's get on to, I, I guess, you know. All right, so she's in? I think she's in. Brandon, she's in? I would say obviously. I'm gonna say Brandon, she's going to Hollywood. She, she, she's going. She's going to Vivid Video. All right, let's talk <laughs> about this big storyline that's been going on for the past couple weeks of AJ Styles and what's her name? That chick that runs the place, Dixie. Dixie Carter. Dixie there Carter. we go. Thank you. Um, you know, seeing hugging and going into hotel rooms, leaving hotel rooms, leaving hotel rooms, arm in arm, pretty much, arm in arm. Christopher Daniels and Kaz have all this, all this fuel and ammunition behind it. Dixie Carter's husband getting involved. Not yeah, it's, a, it's just a big mess. And that's what this last segment on TNA. I'm going to just throw my book across the room. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> big mess. That's big exactly mess what it because was. it was finally revealed what happened. Apparently, AJ Styles it, it, and Dixie Carter have been helping some woman who's an addict. Predi- a pregnant drug addict. A, yeah, a popper. pregnant pill-popping alcoholic. That, that wakes up in the bed of men Ramp- and hotels and what the fuck? Are you serious? serious? This has wrestle crap written all over. Yeah, wrestle crap on shit avenue. This may be worse than Katie Vick. It this was just, it, I was like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I was like, Dave, me and Dave watched the segment this morning. And I'm like, she's pregnant. Like, Dixie Carter's pregnant. Oh my God. They're having it. I'm like, oh my God, they're having a threesome. Oh my God, she has AIDS. Something like that. And then <laughs> she's like, I'm an addict. I was just like, Dave, turn it off. I don't want to fucking watch it anymore. It, give me a break. Are you serious, bro? Get what's what's better, Cindy Lauper or this? <laughs> I don't oh, come know. on, you don't have to think about that, yeah, Cindy Lauper. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I had to Lopper. think about it, but I'd still fuck her. Cindy I fuck Cindy Lauper. Gross! Oh, really? Man. You yeah. would not fuck Cindy Lauper? No, I wouldn't. Well, you're a married man. You're not allowed to. Uh, even if I wasn't married, I wouldn't do that. I would not touch <laughs> it with a boat. I would not touch it on a goat. I would not touch it here Wait, or there. you said you wouldn't touch it with a boat? I wouldn't touch it with a boat. What if I she would... invited you to a yacht party? To have sex with her? <laughs> if she was going to pay you, you wouldn't? Nope. Well, fuck that. I'm in. I, d- d- yeah. Shame. You before the money. You don't count. Yeah, Dave, <laughs> Dave doesn't need the money. I don't money. need money. He does not. I just need the putank. Yeah. You <laughs> sure do. Um, but are you, I, would, you, would you be afraid you aren't good enough? No. Good enough for her? No. All right, we're going about this. Yeah, we shouldn't even be talking about having sex long. with Cindy Lauper. Let's talk um, about other things wrestling-wise. Well, all right. Do you see? Hopefully, this is over. 
Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, it's we not, saw, it's we not saw Daniels and Kazarian come out and just take a beating from AJ Styles. That one powerbomb that he gave Kazarian was fucking nasty. Oh, and his head bumped. I'm sorry. I'm looking at pictures of Taylor nasty. Hendricks here. Nasty. All right. Yeah, no. All right. So now, do you think that this is in poor What was more nasty, that powerbomb? Or what? Yeah, well, Speak. Or, well, I have the fucking thing cut off. No, it's right. or, or, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. All right, the powerbomb. Yeah, um, powerbomb. Enough said. So, do you see... Shit, now Brandon got me off my little groove. Do you see this ending? The no, no, line? no. Fuck you. Yeah, it's done. It's over. Uh, no, it's not done. They're going to do oh, something else with it. Poor quality. I mean, we saw it with Chris Jericho. We saw it with uh, Chris Jericho and CM Punk with that alcoholism and uh, that entire thing. Do you feel like they crossed a boundary or no? Yes. No. But then, what's the difference with Chris? Jer- what the line with Chris Jericho and CM Punk? That's. I don't think Chris Jericho. I don't think he drew a line either. I think Chris Jericho drew. I a line. I don't think he crossed the line. I mean, so I think he drew. I think he. Cro- I don't think they crossed the line with this. I think everybody was expecting one thing, and they threw mm-hmm. this terrible segment with it. I just feel like. With Chris Jericho, you disrespected an entire country. Well, not even with that. I mean, with alcoholism, with uh, when he was calling. His, oh, I thought you were yeah, talking yeah, about the no, flag no. thing. When he was talking about his dad being an alcoholic. Oh and no, you know they what? Think that, like, I mean, because a lot of people came back saying you shouldn't be making fun of that. That's very serious. And now you have this, which is a very similar topic, um, with drug abuse and everything like that. Do you feel I like think, they crossed the line, or wrestler? is it wrestling? And there really there isn't a defined line to really cross. I think if the wrestler goes to someone and says, this is what I want to say, mm-hmm. are you fine with this? And the person's completely fine with it, then fans obviously shouldn't have a fucking problem with it. because. So so with this storyline, obviously it's a storyline and everything. Do you think that fans should be in an uproar about it? Or like you said, they were expecting something else. Maybe they're just – they found this and they could uh, it's something to pick on yeah they don't they like should, about it they should be in uproar because it's such a shitty fucking storyline not storyline not because of the content it, yeah yeah no I can agree with you on that with so. with uh, the storyline wise no just it's a shitty fucking we expected one thing and it was another the CM Punk thing is just that just made it a little bit more real to me mm-hmm. and I wasn't really in uproar with that it's just this is just I guess this made it into a little bit it wouldn't make it even real I mean we don't know this woman. Like, yeah, but we don't you know punks. I mean, you wouldn't even see something like this in a fucking movie. Why really? the hell were you going to Dixie Carter? Oh, yeah, they said, like, she was friends with Dixie or something like that. Yeah. But still. But why AJ, right? And, and why would Dixie Carter hide this from her husband? Yeah, like, it makes no sense. This, like, yeah, story like, why would anybody hide this from anybody? Exactly. I mean, it just makes no sense. I don't know. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, when we were so high on TNA... Now it's just this gets thrown out, and that's how you end your show. But uh, all right, let's get on to other things going on. Ring of Honor, best in the world, is this Sunday on iPay-Per-View. You can go to GFL.TV. Hopefully there won't be any technical difficulties this time. Aptly renamed Hostage Crisis, since Kevin Steen is the Ring of Honor champion. And he'll be defending the Ring of Honor title in a no, pretty anything much a no, goes. anything goes match. Package pile drivers legal against Davey Richards. Davey Richards last time. Getting a title shot. Yep, his last title shot. Do we think he's going to win? No. I can agree with you. I think Kevin I think, Steen is going to have this title for a long time. Yeah, I think Steen right now can actually carry it. And I, I really do see him carrying it. No, I, I... I see Kevin Steen carrying this title right now. Absolutely. I agree with you on this one. Plus, he's, he's very... Um, 
well opinionated liked. on Twitter as well. Yeah. Which he he has a big reach to a lot of fans, and I, I don't know. Kevin C is the fucking man. Yeah. Uh, the ROH tag team titles will be defended. Uh, the world, wrestling's greatest... I almost said worlds. Wrestling's greatest tag team is going to be uh, facing off against All Night Express. And I think this is the start to the rise of the All Night Express. I think I, they're going to... I feel like we've said this, like, maybe for the past two years that it's ready. It's time for All Night Express. I think this but is the time. Exactly. Now... Best in the world... Is the time. Is the time. Brandon's not even paying Red attention. Red Kenny King. So we could just smack talk Brandon because he's not paying attention to this right now. Mother I hear everything fucka. you say, though. I know, but... Wow, you said that like my dad. Good. Wow. Wow. Awkward. Awkward. How's that awkward? I don't know. The, but Ken, like, I like Kenny King. Red Titus. It's I think they just time. have a good combination. Yeah, you know, you got the the Chippendales dancer, then you have the guy that was in uh, every documentary tough about independent. Tough enough? He wasn't tough enough, really. You never know that? No, I you didn't know Red, that. I didn't know Red yeah. Titus was in tough no, enough. No, no, Kenny King. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about. I was talking no, about no, Red no. Titus. Yeah, I was switching over to Kenny King. Oh, okay. Kenny King. So you got to be, got to be. Sus- yeah. this- <laughs> there was no mention of Kenny King. Well, that's why that's where the switchover was. Yeah. Um, you got Fit Finley. Fit Finley's facing off with Mike Gallagher, and this is going to be a brutal. Match. Those punches are going to be fucking stiff as hell. With the two O's, brutal. Oh yeah. Uh, you're going to have the Guardians of Truth. Yeah, with Truth Martini. Who are the Guardians of Truth? Do you know? We do not know, but we I, do know that Truth Martini did purchase uh, the duty of Rhino off of Prince Nana. I mean, it would be great if it was Rhino and Mike Elgin. But Mike Elgin's in the match already. Yeah. So, so I mean, who, who else is in that House of Truth? That's pretty. I mean, Daniels is gone. Yeah. Okay. That's right. It was Daniels. Okay. Yeah. Um, against. We don't know. But they're going to be facing off against J. Mark Briscoe. Always. It, I always love the Briscoes. It's tough to even say. You could probably say this match is going to be a good match, even not knowing who's going into it, just because the Briscoes are involved, and you always know that they bring their fucking A game. Mm-hmm. Can you see Wes Briscoe joining them at any point? No. no. Because that's <laughs> a joke. Different oh, Briscoes. Yeah. No. No. Uh, the te- uh, television title, Roger Strong will be facing off against Jay Lethal and Tommaso Ciampa in a three-way dance. I'm going to go with Ciampa. We're not doing predictions, Dave. I know. I'm just Wait, saying, is it a I three-way dance or is it actual... Yeah, it's a, three- a three-way, three-way elimination match. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going Ciampa. I think Ciampa's going to win it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all about Team uh, team Strong here. All right? Yeah. So I'm gonna, I don't know. He's had it for how long now? Not that long. He won it back in April. He won it back in April? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I feel like Ciampa is really making a name for himself. I mean, now he's going by the Sicilian, uh, Sicilian psychopath. I think he's going to win it. All right. Well, we'll, I mean, we'll, talk, a, we'll I know, talk about it next week. Yeah. They also got the hybrid fighting rules, uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Which, I don't know what hybrid fighting rules are. Is it MMA? Uh, is I don't, it like... I don't know. I would assume that it's some kind of MMA, because isn't uh, Kyle O'Reilly big with MMA? Yeah. He does that whole gimmick like Davey Richards exactly. does also. So, I mean, but still, these are two of... Two very young wrestlers that are making a big name for themselves and coming up big in this uh, industry. Absolutely, absolutely. It's going to be live on iPay-Per-View at GFL.TV. Steve Carino is going to be there. Mike Bennett's going to be there. Homicide versus uh, Eddie Edwards. It should be a fun card. It's definitely going to be a fun card. And it's, especially it, being in uh, NYC, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You absolutely. never know. You don't know who's going to show up. And you know the fans are going to yell stuff about John Cena. Yep. You know, they're going to yell stuff about Bill DeMott, too. Yeah, and Shelton's mom. <laughs> yeah. No, Brandon's not going to be there this time. <laughs> yeah. All righty. So we got good a times. lot of good times, a lot, of, a lot of wrestling. And now it's time for Dave's Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. All right. That's right. Shameless plug time. Go check out Good Girl, the Carrie Wood under... The Carrie Underwood uh, music video. No, don't. Yeah, go check it out, but that's not a shameless plug. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> all right, go follow <laughs> The Accession 
at Connor O'Brien and at Kenneth WWF. We spoken about on the show earlier the latest and hottest WWE uh, WWE tag team coming up in the rankings. Yep, and they haven't even been shown on uh, American TV yet. And don't just you freaking wait. If you have not seen them, they got some good tag team action. Go follow both of them. Also, go follow the mark with the most, Brian at Bry underscore guy 92. I don't know why they're the mark with the host with the most, but yeah, you are. Um, yeah. Yeah, about that. All right, now on to a serious plug. All right, one of my friends is doing a found, uh, fundraiser, Booze for Boobs, Breast Cancer Fundraiser. Her name is Heather, and she, on, July, on July 10th, she's going to be having a fundraiser at Traffic Bar and Grill. 98986 2nd Avenue in between 53rd and 54th Street. Go check it out. You could donate uh, $20 for the Avon Walk for breast, uh, breast cancer. You'll be getting, there's going to be uh, five raffles that you could win many prizes. Everything's tax deductible. Tax deductible. Go check it out. It's for a good, co- uh, good cause. I'll post all the links and everything for you guys if you're interested. I like boobs and I like booze. So. I think I saw one of my friends click their attending that on Facebook that wasn't you. Oh, I was going to be like, yeah, I clicked into it. Maybe it was you then. I don't know. No, no, but definitely all these for, Facebook it's events. It's for a good cause. We're Even all if about good causes. Exactly. Here. If you can't attend, they still have a, a link that you can still donate. So and don't forget about the Forge One Two Three shirt. You can find it at mywcwrestling.com. That's right. We're plugging them a little bit. We'll mention them. Team Reynolds. Yeah. All, uh, now it's time for Chris's match of the week. Since we are shamelessly, shamelessly plugging thing. Chris's match of the week. Can we, let's just do it like that for now on. All right. I don't feel like making any more shit. I'm too yeah, busy right now. As well, but since it has been 100 degrees for the past three days here in New York, we've been on a little bit of a heat wave. Sweaty balls, sweat, dude. Uh, we, I had an outdoor, I had a shoot on Wednesday outside in Brooklyn. It was so fucking brutal. I was. Sweating. I, thought, I thought you were going to talk about the ice cream. I didn't even get the any ice cream, cream that day. It sucked. But ice cream bars, WWE ice cream bars would be nice. Anyway, but my match of the week is from Heat Wave, ECW Heat Wave 2000. Rob Van Dam versus Scotty Anton, former guest of Marking Out, Scotty Riggs. And this was the match of the Van Terminator was premiered in. The debut. The debut of the Van Terminator. So go check that out. ECW Heat Wave 2000, Rob Van Dam versus Scotty Anton. And now, Brandon, who are you shouting out? That was the last. That was the last heat wave too. That it was. Yeah, you're right, Brandon. Hello there. This is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you got some shoutouts from Brandon. Okay, number one, Zach Ryder gets this first uh, shout out of the week. Uh, he retweeted our tweets five times in the span of yeah. Friday to Monday, and it helped us gain some followers. And it's all around cool of him to do. Amen. That was a uh, Rachel's uh, Broski booty shorts that he, she made. Pretty sick. Yeah. Pretty sick. All right. Still waiting for my photo. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Are you waiting for a Zack Ryder photo? I was like, what? Yeah. And I know what you're talking about now, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So continue, so, Brandon. <laughs> we forgot to talk about it last week, so I'll bring it up now. Uh, shout out to the people who helped us trend last week in Philadelphia, Canada, and London. I that's think that right. was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah and we also awesome. had uh, our thing, our tweet from this week is fucking retweeted yeah, eight hundred times. Yeah, Seriously, eight. like like every day, like I go on there, I check it, and people are still retweeting shit. WWE Universe, you retweet us a lot. It's all right. You you follow like so many fans. 
You can follow us. It's okay. We yeah, don't buy I don't it. understand. Go why ahead. Don't, why don't they follow Seriously, us? Seriously, we know that you see our tweets. You've posted it on your website. Because they're right. they're intimidated. You don't steal intimidated. our content and put it on your website and put it on your fucking storylines and creative. We're taking over. No, I'm just kidding. John Cena gets the last one. Plain and simple, he granted his 300th wish for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I'm pretty sure as far as records go, he's granted the most wishes out of any celebrity. So yeah, he has. I think it's a great thing for uh, the WWE to be a part of. I think it's a great thing for anyone to be part of. Amen. Definitely. It's always brother. nice to give back a little bit when you can. Yeah, amen. But let's get into it now. It's the last part of our show. It's the... Out moment of the week. Um, I, I want to kind of say there's two for this week. Let's do it. All right, number Double one. Trouble. Number one definitely had to be uh, seeing Danny, Danny and John, John Silver, Silver on WWE programming. As I said, mentioned earlier, I was sleeping and I wake up and I see them on my TV. I was like, no way, this is happening right now. I texted Brandon like marking. I, I told I told John and Pat that you got, that you like marked the fuck out when they were on. John and Pat. Yeah, DJ Fat Pat and John Silver. When? Uh, when were they on? After After Raw, I was. Chilling. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, you sold them? God damn it! Uh, yeah, I was chilling with MYWC. Shane Shane comes up to me. I was like, Shane, just want to say goodnight. He goes, he goes, bro, come on, bring it in. Got a hug. And I was like, I was like, I don't do that. I was like, okay, I was like, fine, I'll give you one handed hug. Give him the one handed hug. He goes, no, 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 that's not good enough. That's not good enough. We hug it out, like, give me the both hands, bring it in, bring it in, or some shit. I was like, I don't want to do this, but whatever, okay. All right, yeah, that's but right. that's that's. If you a- see Brandon, hug him. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not, I don't. Hashtag I'm, hobo. I'm a germaphobe. Yeah, he is. But uh, that was something that I marked completely out for. It was awesome to see Silver, because I think we, like, we even discussed that in our interview with him. Like, is the big goal of WWE, even though you're, you know, a smaller wrestler and stuff like that, and he... Got a job, man. Who knows? Maybe this is maybe they're looking at him and Danny for uh, the, the cruiserweight. And he sang one of my favorite theme songs, WWE. Yeah, and it was so the music and their vocals were so off. Have you ever had too? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the second mark out yeah. moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. You skipped big time on there, Brandon. And the second mark out moment of the week goes to um, last night. I went to go see Rock of Ages. Which, you know, if you know, is that Broadway play that they turned into a movie. Um, first thing that I popped huge for was... Was seeing Tom Cruise without a shirt on? Yeah, that... No! It was, Wait, he's on the movie without a shirt on? Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Why do you know that, Dave? Because uh, it's on the advertisement. What? No, but first thing that I marked out for was, A, Kevin Nash being in the movie. What? Yeah! What the fuck? I didn't know about this. Yeah, Kevin Nash is serious? doing it, it. He's a bodyguard. Is he? Body- yeah. That's awesome. And he sings. Yeah, okay. He sings in it? He's, he has one singing line. Bullshit. His only line in the movie is him singing. Bullshit. Yes, swear to no, God. Oh, uh, spoiler. Think... I would have so marked out during well, this. Well, no, the best is the best is where Rachel went to, out to the bathroom. She comes back in, and I'm going, look at the security guard, and tell me who you think that is. You tell me who it is. So she looks and goes, is that Kevin Nash? I was like, oh, you know who Kevin Nash is. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's Kevin, a super shredder to but, Rock of Ages. Yeah, right? He's all over the place. I think Kevin Nash is always is also going to be in that new Matthew is no who's in that movie that stripper movie Magic Mike yeah I think he's a stripper in that Kevin oh, Nash man are you sure yeah, about I, that I think he's a strip, I'm I'm fifty percent sure that he's a, a stripper in it <laughs> I guess I guess Brandon's going to see that now right now 
I could Google it right now if you no, want. No, no, no. no but all, like, there, there's more to the story. Yes, Kevin Nash was at it. Okay. Yay, that was awesome. And I guess me being a wrestling fan and also, too, being a fan of the show, because I, I saw the show on Broadway, was the fact that there's one big scene where they use a certain wrestler's old indie music, and they didn't put the fucking final countdown in the movie. Like, are you serious, that, that's bro? That's one of my favorite songs off the play, too. Yeah, that, it, it brings you back into the second act, and it's so awesome, and they didn't use it. And we, once the movie ended, me, Rachel, and my, and my sister were walking out, and I was like, it sucked. They're like, no, it wasn't. It was really good. I'm like, they didn't put the final countdown in it. Rachel just rolled her, <laughs> Rachel rolled her eyes at me, and then my sister just started laughing. That's right. I, understand. I know the place because I do acting, and Chris knows the place because he's married. Well, no. <laughs> I, 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 know you, I know you told me not to. Uh, first of all, right, fuck Brandon you, because Broadway shows are amazing. Yeah, there's I, a lot. I've, I've never said anything bad. I love Broadway shows. Yeah, but you were Music. like, oh, Chris knows it because he's married. I know, yeah. but I, 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 I no, I, what's my, excuse? but you want to, you want to see them if, uh, because you love the music. No, I do too. But I would you see that? Absolutely. All right. Then I, I, I absolutely. Take I wanted to go see Newsies. Newsies was great. I never so saw Rock, that. It just came. Yeah. Out. No, no, I never the saw the movie. Twentieth anniversary comes out soon. I think. I never saw the movie. Yeah, I believe so. All right. Okay. Okay. So, what were you saying about and Kevin Nash? He's going to be a stripper. I, I know. Yeah, I know. You said not to look it up, but he plays a guy named Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's well yeah. worth the look up. All right. So, John Silver, Diddy, and Kevin Nash, <laughs> and the assholes Tarzan. that, and the assholes that didn't put final counts on the movie. Thank you for our being our mark out moment of the week this week. I'm Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he was awesome in it. He was great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it for you because it's nah. it's pretty funny. But that was this is that was our show for this week, yes. and that show being Marking Out listening. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Markingout.com. Go buy a T-shirt. Support us. Buy actually buy shit from us. Yeah, um, buy it. Don't get people to make it for you or give it to you. Yeah, right. Spend your hard-earned money. Um, Markingout.com. And also too, if you buy a shirt, we really 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 appreciate it from the bottom of our yeah, hearts. Yeah, no, it's really awesome. Of yeah, you guys. spread the fucking marketing out word. I saw B Wing posted a picture of him wearing his marketing out. Yeah, I retweeted that shit. B- at B- I, so I think I did too. I retweeted it. Uh, I retweeted it. I retweeted it. I retweeted it. Then retweeted it. Right. Markingout.com. Goal the episodes. New pictures are in the bio section from Victoria of Ring Flash Photography. So got to give her a big plug. Got to give Ring Rope Rebellion a big plug for our theme music. RingRopeRebellion.com. We said. B-Wing um, Is there anybody else We're missing right now No uh, Facebook.com Slash Marking Out Twitter.com Slash Marking Out Marking Out One at gmail.com If you have any songs If you want to talk to us About maybe some endeavors Cross promotions Cross or promotions Anything like that We're working on it guys I'm sorry As I said As I said every week I've, I'm a busy Busy we man may, We may have some things Brewing for you guys Yeah some things brewing I'm not talking about beer I haven't actually done Some brewing in a while But we wish you For Brandon Dave and myself We wish you The best of luck Your future endeavors and um, have a nice day I'm a dishwasher you're a fucking chase of a rip off